Bucks here. They've got yeah, a dominant one. Here we go. Show the zone on offense. Yeah, Twenty second. Playing at a very high level here right now. Pro player in history. Yeah, here we go. With big starts here. They've got yeah, a dominant one. Here we go. Show the zone on offense. Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate, and you're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. Really? You see, the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, Mm -hmm. and there's something to improve upon every single day. Sure is. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. This is Nate, just greeting you. If you are a new listener, then welcome aboard. I hope to teach you some things, so take some notes, and hopefully you'll learn something along the way. If you're a returning listener, faithful listener since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue to impact your life in positive ways, and I hope that I continue to lead you in the right direction. Do me a favor. For those who are returning, you already know what to do. For For those who are new, excuse me, I need you to like the show, subscribe to the show, and give us a review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And also turn the notifications on so that you'll never miss an episode when episodes drop. That way you'll be well informed of the up-to-date whereabouts of your favorite show, 
which I hope this is your favorite show, <laughs> every single week as things drop. So I just wanted to greet everyone real quick, greet the new people, say hello to the returning guests, and uh, yeah, let's now get into the episode and start off discussing a new topic. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple Find Life Tips Podcast and write a review. And also leave a five-star rating. Because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple Podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips Podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. Brent, the life coach. So in this season of Life Tips Podcast, I really wanted to bring you people that would help you figure out how to make 2024 a success. And this guy, I really think he's got what it takes to share from his heart and give you the best advice possible. After all, what better topic to discuss going into 2024 than confidence, self-love, and more. So without further ado, let's welcome Brent, the Life Coach, onto Life Tips Podcast for the first time ever. everybody we're here it is time for another episode of life tips podcast and this is going to be special because we have another guest on the show and we're talking about confidence and self-love tonight with Brent. And I'm just excited because it's not every day that you get to talk to a life coach about everyday life stuff. And 
create a podcast episode surrounding it. So, yeah, I'm I'm really, really excited about it. And um, the fact that we're here at this moment, it's just really amazing. I'm trying to pull something up. Okay, there we go. Finally, um, this is the third episode of season 17, and so we're fresh into the new year and fresh into the next season of the show, so I'm super excited about, you know, going in this direction, and so I'm gonna let Brent introduce himself to y'all, and then we'll get into it. Hi guys, my name is Brent Lewert. I uh, am a life coach, as Nate mentioned, and I focus in the confidence area and help people gain uh, self-confidence in their everyday lives. Cool, cool, cool. So, oh, oh, okay. So, while I multitask. Um, confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. It's also the state of feeling certain about the truth of something and a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And then self-love is the regard for one's own well-being and happiness. So when we're saying that confidence equals self-love, we're really talking about the third definition, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So self-assurance and self-love. Yeah, that's what we're talking about tonight. So how do you... How would you define confidence and self-love? Like, apart from the Google definitions, how would you actually, you know, uh, define that in your own words? So, I don't really put a definition on top of it, but uh, you have to love yourself initially to get started in a redirection to getting self-confidence. I've come from a point in my life where I used to not be confident whatsoever. I would get scared to be, I would be scared of rejection. I would be scared to put myself out there, get out of my comfort zone. Uh, until I came to terms of loving myself for who I am initially, I wouldn't step out of my comfort zone and do the things that I was scared to do. So I would say self-love is probably the first step to getting self-confidence. Mm. Wow. Why is it that, People struggle with self-love. It's, that's kind of becoming a, a thing nowadays with with the rise of mental health problems and such. Yes. It, in my opinion, it all starts with uh, how you were raised as a child. Mm. How your parents... Uh, like, for me, my parents used to say, I can't do certain things. And uh, it really put a toll in my... Uh, my uh, mindset if you will mm-hmm. uh certain things that i would come across in my daily life i would have a voice in the back of my head saying i can't do it 
until I overcame that and changed my mindset into uh, doing anything I can set my mind to. Right. So, I'm trying to think. It's November now, and of course, this episode drops in the new year. So, I definitely want to just touch on. um, I'm going to touch on some things with the new year. I think one of the reasons why people always say that their New Year's resolution is to go to the gym and work out more is because they lack self-confidence in themselves and like in who they were naturally created to be. And so what would you say to someone who's, you know, struggling with self-confidence right now and is looking to, you know, create a a whole years-long goal of going to the gym. So, with going to the gym is a whole other uh, sub-brand of self-confidence. If you're not in love with your body and you Mm -hmm. want to go to the gym and work out, if that's a method of loving yourself for who you are, then... I say go for it. If you want to go to a gym and work out, whether you want to go be buff or you just want to stay in shape, that's to each person's own, uh, their own free will of doing. If that's their method of gaining self-confidence, then a a years-long process is actually a good way of uh, tackling that goal. True. True. And uh, you don't have to go to the gym for hours and hours of the day. You could go for 30 minutes at a time and it's still progress. Right. Right. I think that I think exercising overall is a great way to improve one's self-confidence. It doesn't even have to be going to the gym. Some people have at-home gyms. I definitely appreciate, you know, just working out at home when no one's there. It's just me, and I can track all my metrics by myself. So um, there's that. And the other thing that I wanted to mention that I actually have done in the last several years to improve my self-confidence, I've actually gone. I've actually gone shopping. <laughs> Um, H&M is my favorite spot, so if I have a, if I have a spare moment, I will go to the nearest H&M and grab some stuff just to update my wardrobe and just walk out knowing I found some things I like. They're going to help improve my style. Style is definitely a self-confidence booster. A lot of people don't realize that, but it's a, it's a life hack that, you know, isn't talked about much. Yes, Nate, I, I agree with that 100%. Your style has a lot to do with how you feel with your self-confidence. And uh, go like you said, going to the store, uh, just going out of your comfort zone and going to a different store, going by yourself, that, that does a lot with your self-confidence. 
I agree. So the holidays are here, and we just had Christmas, we just had New Year's, and now we're on to the next major holiday, which is Valentine's Day. I say major holiday because, I mean, the only holiday we get in January is Martin Luther King Day, and I'm not counting that. The next big holiday that people care about you know, as far as the world scope goes, is Valentine's Day. Now, I feel like Valentine's Day does get overshadowed by Black History Month, but that's just me. Um, but it is it is important. It is coming up. And while I'm making my own Valentine's podcast episodes later, I definitely want to kind of touch on that a little bit. Um, how does how does self confidence uh, come into play when it comes to to our you know relationships with people. What would you say to to someone listening that may be struggling with you know gaining the confidence to say maybe talk to a girl or talk to a guy or even just develop f- just natural friendships in this life, especially as, you know, as young people. We work, we work, and we work. And we don't prioritize our own work-life balance. And it's just like, yeah. Well, that so there's two different uh, topics there. With your mm-hmm. uh, work-life balance, you want to kind of attack that before you want to start a relationship with somebody else. Right. Because if mm-hmm. you don't have the time to uh, go between yourself and somebody else, then you're, you're at a never-ending battle there. Mm-hmm. With uh, all your, if let's say you're constantly working, and you don't have time to do anything, then a relationship is not where you want to be at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Now, with somebody who is ready to commit to a relationship or go up to a girl or any of the sorts, you want to uh, get over that fear of being rejected for one. Because mm. if you're too scared, if you're too scared to go up to somebody and even talk to them, you want to. Yeah, you want to be over that fear of rejection. Uh, The way I can suggest to get over that is Mm -hmm. to, like I said, jump out of your comfort zone on a daily basis. Uh, Seek rejection. If you seek rejection, uh, you actually trick your mind into being numb to the feeling of being rejected. Mm. Which is actually what I've done before. Uh, In my case, I would call restaurants and uh, ask for movie recommendations. Oh, wow. And... 90% 90% of them just hang up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I say seek rejection and your mind will become numb to the feeling of being rejected. Mm-hmm. You sound like you have a lot of experience with rejection. Oh, uh, yeah. Years of experience. Ever since high school, you know, getting rejected by girls, uh, that took a toll on self-confidence until, you know, I realized... Why does it matter if you're being rejected or not? Mm-hmm. Somebody along the line is going to, you know, be in your life. Mm-hmm. Whether they're, yeah, somebody's meant to be in your life at some point or another. Mm-hmm. So that person who rejected you just pointed you into a, they just redirected you to something better. Mm-hmm. Wow. You have to think in your mind, what's mm-hmm. the worst case scenario? 
all they can do is say yes or no and then go from there wow that's that's incredible so <clears throat> let's see so there's there's definitely a uh there's that's definitely something something incredible that happens during this this season of of life i remember uh being in a church service <laughs> and i almost brought this girl a whole bouquet of flowers on you know the weekend of valentine's day and it was so embarrassing when she called me the night before saying don't bring anything and i'm just like wow so i did told you know this girl yes i did you've known her for a while yeah i knew her for a while at that point and it was just like oh my gosh but it's been it's been a great ride i mean i met so many people in 2023 and i said this in a, in a different podcast episode and i'll say it again having someone further along in life than you really helps especially when it comes to the area of rejection because if it wasn't for this one person that i'm thinking of i would not be out here in these streets not in these in in this in this in those streets but i wouldn't be out here in these dating streets continuing to push forward so i appreciate you know having a an older sister in my ear in terms of you know that you were going to say something it, it's the same with uh, online dating as well mm -hmm. with how you uh, talk to a talk to a girl uh she she'll reject you whether it's in person or online and you just gotta move forward and say okay just take it as a compliment and then move on to the next person mm. you know, right people, oh. do, people don't take rejection lightly and mm. it's, it's mm. upsetting they mm -hmm. uh they freak out they flip out they call people names and it's it's not worth it mm. you're not you're not everybody's type and they're not your type not everybody's your type so just you know, take, tell them to take it as a compliment and move on to the next person. Sure, sure. So, I, I, I liked, as I learned about Brett over the months of just, you know, waiting to, to record with him, you know, I realized, oh, wow, this dude is married with kids and then now to hear his story, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I gotta ask him the story. Like, so take us back in time. Take us back in time. You said it's your, your, your journey with rejection started in high school and kept, you know, flowing as, as life did. And then eventually you met your life partner. So... Since we're getting close to Valentine's Day, we're literally a month away. I figured, why not? Why not ask him to share the story? Like, how did it? How did you get to this point over the years where it's like, okay, you know, your relationship history, 
you know, <laughs> spilled over into you meeting your wife. How did that happen? <laughs> so I met my wife when I was in my late early 20s, 23, 24, some, something, somewhere around there. Um, but uh, the rejection started when I was in high school and mm -hmm. uh, I've dated people here and there. Uh, but I didn't actually start my uh, self-improvement journey until my 20s mm -hmm. where I started YouTubing, you know, how to pick up girls and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can find anything on YouTube. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, then uh, I started reading self-help books and uh, changing your mindset and uh, overcoming your fear of rejection. And uh, I've found how to talk to girls and how to say certain things and uh setting boundaries is one of the things that i've actually learned with mm -hmm. girls. and uh the stuff that i'm telling you now actually worked with my wife <laughs> mm. and her her she has a brother and uh he's asked me uh, for advice in the past but he didn't listen so <laughs> so uh there when we were dating me and my wife now uh it was probably an hour or a day into talking to her. I don't remember. It's like hour, a few hours or so go by. And we, you know, few chats back and forth. And then I asked her for her phone number and she gave me her phone number right away. And her brother was very surprised. He was like, well, that was fast. How the hell did he do that? <laughs> she was like, I'm here talking with girls and, and, and they're not, they're not giving me their phone numbers. They're not setting up dates. He's like, I don't understand it. Wow. So, yeah, fast forward to four years later. That's where I am now. <laughs> That's... Three years? Three years later. Yeah, three years later. Ooh. <laughs> Shoo. You, you, you were off by a night. You were off by a number, and she's in the corner ma making sure you get the number right. <laughs> uh, she, she's actually working. <laughs> right. I, I, I could tell she was in the corner somewhere. I'm like, yep, yep. It's nice when, when wifey's right there, in, in, in right. the vein of the podcast recording. Three years. <laughs> three years. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's totally incredible. Four years later and kids, y'all, um, if you don't have kids yet, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yes. If it's in my experience, uh, I have three kids. Mm -hmm. One has a different mother. Mm -hmm. uh, wait to have the kids with the right person. Do mm. not screw yourself and have kids with the wrong person. Oh, wow. Mm. And believe me when I tell you, when you date somebody, set boundaries and list your values right away. Mm. If your values are off by a little bit, don't do it. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. When we come back from commercial break, ooh, it's going to get good. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ooh.
This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by... Tips Podcast, and this is our sponsor. Yo, uh, we got Spotify, Spot Spotify for podcasters. Let me tell you about it. Spotify for podcasters is the new podcast service from Spotify. It's totally free. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It allows you to create your podcast using various tools and your distribution is on Spotify. Spotify first and then they will distribute your podcast to different platforms for you. It's literally the all in one place to make a podcast. And then... There's video podcasts. So Spotify for podcasts has a video feature as well. It is not just audio. So if you want to get started with Spotify for podcasters, then all you have to do is go to www.com podcasters.spotify.com to get started on making your very own show. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Hey, y'all, real quick. I need your help. So, um... Listener support is now active for Life Tips Podcast. So, if you love this podcast, please, please, please give to support future episodes of the show. No amount is too great or too small. 
it would really mean a lot to me if you all would help support the podcast and get this show where it needs to be moving forward. So again, if you're really just into this show and you look forward to episodes every single week, drop something in the support channel, drop something in the support button you can click on. It really means a lot to me and it'll go towards future episodes being produced. All right, cool. Back to the show. I told y'all it was about to get good. It's about to get really good. So I'm actually going to share a few things with Brett. You all know, um, you all know, but, but Brett doesn't. So Brent, um, so I come from, I come from an educated family. So, both parents have uh, degrees, they're editors, uh, that's what they concentrated in, and my older sister is a nurse, she's been in the nursing for field for over 10 plus years, and my younger sister is... Uh, majoring in the arts in uh, college. And so my first test with self-confidence was when I failed freshman year a long time ago. And it hit me like, oh my gosh, I failed college. And it's like, now I'm the black sheep. So that Torched my self-confidence for a little bit and then not being able to get hired or get, you know, jobs 
that torched my self-confidence because there was nothing else, you know, to do but get a job and start working. And then it just kept on going up the list. But I love what he said about tricking your mindset. I eventually had to trick my mindset into realizing that you can turn these you can turn these disappointments into actionable steps to actually achieve goals that you want for yourself. So I took not having a job and kept on applying and kept on believing that one day it was going to happen. And then poof, from 2016 to 2000. Wow, 2022. (laughs) Seven years in the insurance industry, just off of not giving up. I had finally reapplied to college back in April of this year. No, I haven't started yet, but I am in the process of reapplying. I'm going back online to get my bachelor's degree from Liberty University. Woo! And so the dream of going to college and graduating never died. It was just delayed. And then other small things. Everybody else around me was getting cars. I didn't have a car. I was still driving my mom's whip. I got a car in 2021. I got a full-time job a year ago and now going on year two and starting to impact the kids more and I work in a high school so it's it's really cool to and so when it comes to you know helping people and self-confidence and different things like that I have a whole storyline of things that I've overcome to where I've gotten to this point now. And uh, so I just wanted to share my story a little bit before we move on and just share how much my self-confidence has grown over the years. That's that's good, Nate. Uh, if you think about it, setbacks aren't really setbacks. Mm-hmm. Setbacks is just something that takes you from where you're at and puts you in something better. Right. Right. So and that's Getting one of the fired or laid off from a job. Mm-hmm. There's other jobs out there. Facts. Facts. That's how people failing failing college. It, mm-hmm. it, you wouldn't be where you are now if you didn't fail college. Yep. 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 There's always something positive to look at with every negative. Yes, you just gotta indeed. trick your mindset to thinking positive. Right. That's definitely something that, that's definitely something I've learned. Um, Another mindset trick I don't mind sharing for the listeners. So when you go to, when you go to weddings, um, the bride and groom always play this, you know, play this fun game with the singles and the guests at the reception. So all the men are gathered together to 
catch the garter that gets flinged into the air by the groom, and the women get together to catch the bouquet. And Oh, yeah, I've done that at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that usually signifies that whoever catches it is next in line. And I actually caught the garter at my friend's wedding a couple months ago, and I've been... I've kept that thing this whole time. It's literally like sitting here in my room. <laughs> and it just is a reminder to me every day that I wake up. It's on my door handle. So every time I open my door and leave the house, I always see that thing. And it's a reminder that you caught it. You're next. It's coming don't give up. No matter how many times you get rejected, you have that thing. That's physical, tangible proof that you're next. So just keep believing that you're next and eventually it'll happen. I say that because when it comes to self-confidence, little, remi little reminders are just so key. I don't know if my listeners vision, are vision board enthusiasts and, and and are high on manifestation, but I'm really high on manifestation and I actually have a makeshift vision board like with me at all times. Um, I use social media as my vision board. I use my phone as my vision board. So occasionally I'll change my wallpapers and my backgrounds to represent what I'm actually trying to manifest. And so how do you feel that, not how do you feel, but like, do you, do you believe that manifestation plays a part in, you know, in, in self-confidence and like achieving things and making things happen for yourself? It definitely can. It depends on the person, really, mm -hmm. and, and how they think. Uh, how you said about changing your your wallpaper and stuff like that. Uh, let's say somebody's on a on a dating app or social media or whatever, mm -hmm. and they constantly post selfies. Selfies are actually a form of uh, not uh, not being self confident. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. If Whoa. you actually go out somewhere and have somebody take your picture, it looks a lot better. Mm -hmm. because you could be smiling you could be having fun people actually look for that in your pictures whereas mm. if you're just posting a selfie it it looks like you're just uh, egotistical mm. wow wow I like I, I like that I'll remember that the next time I take a selfie <laughs> um traveling i definitely want to touch on that that's one of my goals for this year to improve myself and have more confidence traveling to different places i've got trips planned for virginia pennsylvania new york just different places. Well, there are reasons why I'm going to those places because I have friends that and family that live there. Um, nobody in New York that's friends and family. 
just, well, one friend, but it would have to be a whole miracle to link up with them when I get to New York. But the reason I want to go back to New York is because it was so much fun going there, going to Manhattan, and all I did was take pictures and eat food. I just did that for one day, and I came back thinking, wow, like, it felt so good to get out of your home state and go somewhere else for a change and not be in your home state. That is so much fun. I just wanted to throw that out there for the listeners. Get out of your home state this year and travel because it will open up your self-confidence like there's no tomorrow. Yes, and that is another example of getting out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and traveling. I went to a handful of states, I think about eight, mm. ten, something like that. Been to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, uh, Delaware, Maryland, uh, Illinois. And uh, it's fun. It's a fun thing to go and take pictures, eat food. And it will boost your self-confidence if you're traveling by yourself or with friends. Either way, it, it boosts it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can meet so many different people when you go to these places. You never know. A lot of my... Hold on. New segment for this. A lot of my friendships a lot of people don't know this but a vast majority of my friendships are in other states i don't really have that many people that i'm close to in my home state but anywhere else yeah and it's so much fun to meet people from different places like where are you from brent i'm from pennsylvania whoa what part? I've got friends in... So, my brother and my mom... Okay. Pardon the interruption, everyone. We're back. Um, so, we were talking about Pennsylvania, the great state of Pennsylvania. Actually, I have memories of Pennsylvania. So... Uh, let's pick this man's brain of his knowledge of his own state. <laughs> um, so, uh, I have a, I have a brother in Pennsylvania, a younger brother. He lives in a place called New Oxford, and... That is, seems to be, no, don't navigate, no, (laughs) that seems to be, uh, I'm on Google Maps, that is not far from Westminster, Pennsylvania. That doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) Is it West? Uh, huh. I would say he's, I would say he's like 45 minutes away from Harrisburg. Okay. Yep. That's about middle of the state. Okay, great. So middle of the state. Um, 
but yeah, Pennsylvania, I'm familiar with Pennsylvania because there's a, there's a Bible conference that always takes place in the Lancaster area. And the Lancaster area is known for, of course, the Amish community. And so uh, okay. I'm very familiar with Lancaster. Um, I know one of my friends went to school in Philadelphia. I've never, well, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I would never go to Philadelphia because I don't want my car to get dinged or broken into by angry. I wouldn't go to Philly even on a good day. <laughs> by ang- by angry Eagles fans. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't even go to Philly on a good day. Oh, we got to talk about this. What? What? Y- you're a Pennsylvania man. What? What's wrong with Philadelphia? <laughs> I grew up an hour and a half northwest of Philly. Oh wow. So I'm from the Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. Wow. So okay. And, uh, I would go. I would go to Philly for hockey games and baseball games, and every time I would go, there, there's always you know homeless people on the street right. asking for spare change or something. Mm-hmm. So that alone just gave me a bad voodoo. Mm-hmm. Wow. And also, uh, a few years ago, when the Eagles had their Super Bowl win, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the streets of Philly went nuts. Right. They were climbing telephone poles and, and starting fights. and <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> that was funny. That was funny. And then they went back to the Super Bowl last year, and the city went crazy again. And then they lost. But we're not going to talk about that. I just wanted to point out that I have familiarity with Pennsylvania. Um, I will be going back this year to visit family. Uh, there's another friend of mine. Uh, she's not f- uh, family. The other the other person was family. Uh, the other friend of mine I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, excuse me, she lives in... She lives in, okay, not bad. So, let me see where Pittston is. Got it. Oh, yeah, I forget. Her, uh, her area of Pennsylvania is way, way up there. Um, uh, trying to see where, let me pull out of Google Maps real quick. I see it. Where's the nearest city though? Oh, no, she's in the boonies, boonies of Pennsylvania, like on the bo- the state border of Pennsylvania and New York. That's just wow. But um, I'm so excited about just visiting different places in New York. Um, I remember, I'm sorry, in Pennsylvania, I remember driving through Pennsylvania to go to one of those Bible conferences, and it was... There was a lot of backwoods and greenery, and then I get there, I'm like, 
Whoa, Pennsylvania people are nice. <laughs> They're not at all mean like the DC. Most of Pennsylvania is nice. It just depends on where you're, where you're headed. Great, 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 great. So, but that's just my plan for this upcoming year to develop, you know, confidence, but also just enjoy life and travel and take more pictures and document stuff and meet people. Um, I'll probably stick with the East Coast for a while. I might, uh, I might go out further, uh, but I'm definitely going to stick with the East Coast for now until mid to late summertime, and then I'm going to go to Florida, finally, <laughs> and visit that, the, that state. Um, probably not going to go to Miami, but, because I wanted to go to Miami, and then I realized if I'm going to go to Florida and see my best friends and go to Miami. I'm going to have to make two separate trips because there's no way I'm going to do that all in one. Otherwise, I have to take off work for two weeks, spend one week with my best friends, and then spend the other week in Miami and then fly out of a different airport. That's a lot of money. So, <laughs> no. Um, but... Uh, another self-confidence booster. Well, I guess you can say this is a self-confidence booster, but I'll, I'll take you back to when I was searching for my first car. Um, I wanted to get an all black car. That was my plan. My plan was to get an all black car. Um... I knew I wanted a Nissan or a Honda. I didn't want... Well, I put Toyota in there as a last resort just because of the gas mileage. But I recently saw an article on Instagram saying that Toyota was recalling a bunch of their cars because... Let me see... Ah, found it. Toyota recalls over 1.8 million vehicles over a potential fire risk. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't get a Toyota, but, um, cars are definitely a self-confidence symbol. Um, I know for a fact. I wanted to get all black because there's just something cool about it. All black exterior and then black interior. Because at night, <laughs> at night when I'm driving, no one can see my car. <laughs> That's why I wanted to get all black so that no one can see me at night. All they would see is lights. Uh Sorry, I had to put that humor in there, but I ended up with a pretty good car. Anyway, I still have a Nissan. I'm in the Nissan family. We're I say we like I'm with the company, but great on gas, great on gas mileage, actually excellent on gas mileage and um, reliable. They don't break down. You just got to, you know, do the upkeep. <laughs> 
So if you're in the market to get a car this year, definitely go with Nissan. Go with Honda as a second resort as well because their body styles are amazing. And then if Toyota can get their act together and stop recalling cars, go with Toyota. But I wanted to touch on cars and self-confidence because it's a guy thing. And Brent knows uh, what that's like. So I just wanted to say publicly that buying my first car really helped with my self-confidence. <laughs> yeah, a, uh, a car can up your self-confidence. Uh, if you're a person who likes nice cars and uh, you can uh, fascinate a date with your nice car, uh, take advantage of it because when you have a family, that nice car is going to go away. <laughs> I, 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 I've heard I've heard so um, for for women self-confidence a lot of times is found in their looks and a lot of women will A lot of women will sadly go under the knife to improve their self-confidence. Um, so I just wanted to say to any of the female listeners who are on this podcast episode, I would just say evaluate if it's really worth it to go under the knife. Because one, that's expensive. And two... Depending upon what you're doing, there's a risk factor involved, a more serious risk factor involved uh, with, you know, any potential surgeries to improve your, you know, overall appearance. The best thing to do is go to the gym, eat healthy, work, and, you know, or do a home workout. Something less invasive than surgery if you want to improve improve your looks but that's not the only way to do it there's fashion there's purses and hair and makeup and wigs and there's so many ways as a young woman to improve your self-confidence and i can say for working in the school system i've found ways to encourage the young people in that arena we'll talk about that in a second but uh did you want to say anything to the ladies about self-confidence while we're uh still on the stream yeah uh how you said about uh ladies are willing to go under the knife for uh to improve their looks and stuff like that uh, like i said before uh it has to deal with uh your self-love initially if you mm -hmm. don't love yourself for who you are then you're not going to be self-confident and uh, let's say you go under the knife and get the surgery. It could turn out bad. Mm -hmm. You could turn out uh, uh, something that you didn't like now that you had before. Mm -hmm. uh, whether you get a you know your nose done or any uh, anything else with the face, it could come. It could turn out bad. You mm -hmm. could not like it. Mm -hmm. And then your self confidence is now trashed because you did something you shouldn't have done. Mm, right. Instagram. I've noticed over the years 
with social media in particular, that our self-confidence has been affected in a more negative way. But Instagram in particular, because you go to your explore, you go to your explore page. Let me go to my explore page. I love having an iPhone and an iPad and just being able to multitask and do stuff. But going to my explore page on Instagram, if this thing will work, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm on my explore page right now live. And wow, was that Nelly and Ashanti? Yep, that's Nelly and Ashanti. Um, but if I go down my explore page, it's oh wow, there's a Dallas, that's a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Wow. Um talk about self-confidence. <laughs> they just fangirled for a moment. For for, for for a moment. Um but no, talk about oh, is that uh that's the couple from Love is Blind. I gotta uh follow her on Instagram. So that's the couple from Love is Blind. Um which we will get into in a second, but I'm trying to make a point with Instagram. Um, Instagram, there are so many Instagram models and being an Instagram model has become a thing now. And that really is a, that's something that I would say more so women deal with when it comes to self-confidence. So what would you say to someone who's, you know, aspiring to you know, update their self, you know, their self-worth and their self-confidence. But the tool they're using, which is Instagram, could ha could be having a negative effect on them. I think social media in general has a negative effect on self-confidence because mm -hmm. you are looking for other people's validation for uh, how you look, how mm -hmm. you are, and uh, how you portray yourself online. Uh, if you don't seek the approval of others, it will up your self-confidence by a lot. Mmm. Mmm. That is so, 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 so key. Um. Love is blind. I, we, I know I just mentioned it, but I've noticed that a lot of times on these dating shows... Because that's the new thing now. It was dating apps. It was dating in person. Now it's let me sign up for this show and go on national TV to find love. The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Uh, put a ring on it. Uh, asking for a friend. Oh my goodness. Asking for a friend is funny. Because it's two best friends searching for matches for each other. The guy searches for the girl and the girl searches for the guy on their pre-filled system of people. And then you have to go out on a date in the same spot as your best friend. So he's on his date with the girl. She's on her date with the guy. Then you come back together and rate the, rate the dates and then you pick one to ask for a, for a nightcap which pretty much means you invite them over and stuff like that uh, to spend the night. But I say that, I say all this because it's, it's weird how dating shows are the new thing. I actually was sent uh, a sign-on, like the, like the casting call for Love is Blind when they came to D.C. And part 
part of me wanted to sign up, but part of me was like, well, I'm a pri- I, I'm not a private person, but I would much rather just have my little bubble of followers rather than have the whole world in my love life knowing what's going on. So, um, would you say that dating shows are helping us or hurting us? It really depends on what you want to and how you want to portray yourself when it comes to dating. If mm-hmm. you're that desperate and want to go on a TV show, I'm. Uh, it's up to you. But if you like the attention and like to go on TV shows, then go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a keep to yourself kind of person and you want to go on a dating app, or if you want to venture out and ask somebody out, go for it. Whatever makes you happy to boost your self confidence, go for it. Oof. I like it. I like it. And so, but with, without further ado, we've we've crossed over to the new year, and it's this is this is a big year because the world is somewhat normalized now post-pandemic and I can just see so many excuse me so many people improving their self-confidence in this year alone and so I wanted to let Brent give one final closing thought on self-confidence and self-love but also give you a life tip for uh, for for just this year, twenty twenty four. So, encourage the list. Encourage the listeners before we go. In terms of you know, the new year, the new trajectory, goal setting, and uh, resolutions, especially in the area of self love, self confidence, and how they can actually improve their everyday life in this year, just with you know with whatever the only thing I can recommend to uh, the listeners is uh, don't follow the outside noise Mm. Uh, if you want to uh, pursue your uh, self confidence and self love love yourself first Mm -hmm. don't uh, don't seek validation from others Mm-hmm. and uh, take action take action into your self confidence whether that be go to the gym stepping out of your comfort zone uh, it could be your fashion you could go out get some clothes that fit good and you look good in them uh, yeah go for it take action that's what's up and speaking of taking action where can everyone find you on online, if, especially if they want to book some coaching sessions or ask questions about self-confidence or follow what you've got going on? Uh, you know, give us give us the rundown. 
So I'm on three social media platforms. Uh, Facebook, that is uh, Brent Lewert. Uh, Instagram, I'm on there as Brent, period, the period, coach. And I'm on TikTok as Brent Lewert. I can also be reached at my email, which is lewertb08 at gmail.com. Cool, cool, cool. Anything coming down the pipeline for 2024 that we need to know about? Any books, podcast of your own, et cetera, et cetera? I hope to reach my own podcast by next year when my kids are older. Uh, I also plan to write my own book. So. Wow. Can't wait for that. Well, thanks, Brent. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you and and having you on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Nate. I appreciate being here. Wait, wait. Social media. Wait, wait. Social media. Don't go, don't go. Gotta give you our social media. You can follow us on social media on X at Life Tips Podcast, at Life Tips Podcast for Facebook, at Spoken Life Tips on Facebook and on Instagram. On threads, you can follow me there at Nate underscore the underscore speaker, as well as on Instagram. At Spoken Life Tips on Instagram and threads as well. At off underscore gen underscore person on Twitter. That's A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person on Twitter. At Life Tips Podcast, of course, on X slash Twitter. And on Facebook as well. You can also follow me on TikTok if you want to. Message me for my TikTok information as well. Lots of social media, lots of changes, but still the same engagement. All right, then. That's the end of this podcast episode. Look forward to seeing you next week.